spreading messages of gratitude and hearing stories from our American heroes, 97.5 Y Country and Boss Services dedicate our efforts to showing our veterans how much we appreciate them. The May We Thank You Tour is presented by Boss Services with support from Medic One Ambulance, Aiden's Landscape Supply, Pristine Pool and Spa, St. Joe Monument Works, Mel's Cafe and Southwest Michigan CBD, and Stark's Family Funeral Homes and Cremation Services. The 2022 May We Thank You Tour, live and in person. We have uh, a very special guest here today, Roger, right? All right, so Roger, you were in what branch of military? I was in the Army, and I ended up in the 82nd Airborne Paratrooper. So I was drafted in 1967. I was just out of high school, and of course Vietnam was hot and heavy back then, and uh, before I knew it, I was in the Army, so... <laughs> Well, and I, I just had a conversation with another Vietnam veteran that was just here with us, and I asked the question, you know, was military ever on, even on your radar? Kind of pun intended there, too, with that question. But. Yeah, back then, because everything, uh, everything was hot going on in Vietnam, and uh, everybody was getting drafted. If you could chew gum and walk at the same time, you were, <laughs> you were going. You go. That's what we say in radio, too. If you pass the mirror test, if we put a mirror under and it fogs up, then you're good, right? So with uh, serving in the military, um, obviously there's a lot of skills, a lot of things that you learn in there. Um, and I always like to try to take a positive spin. We know Vietnam was not a, a great thing, and, and there was a lot of things that uh, the veterans were really don't like to speak about. So I try to look at the positive side. What do you feel like from your service was a positive thing that you took away? Well, being the camaraderie, you know, being with other guys, and uh, you become blood, blood brothers, really. No doubt about it. I just heard from a guy I haven't heard from for 55 years. Got a hold of me the other day, and uh, he was a good friend of mine, and I just couldn't believe it. So, Does that, and this might be you know an assumption here, but is that part of the reason why you're a member at the Legion, to kind of have that same kind of camaraderie? Yes, absolutely. I joined as soon as I got out. In fact, I've been a member here for 45 years. And so, uh, but, yeah. That's being with vets, you know. So. So you were about 22 when you joined up. Is that what I'm hearing? Because you're, you know. No, I was actually 19. Oh, no, I meant the Legion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you a little bit more. Obviously, being a member of the Legion, you get the camaraderie. What else do you feel like you get out of being here? Because the whole goal, like we said, of the American Legion is to give back to the community. After you serve your country, you serve your community. Right, and I, uh, I've been members here for 45 years, and I do held a couple offices, and I do military funerals. I've done over 200, so I think that's a good contribution I can give you know, to fellow comrades. And so. Let's talk just briefly again a little bit more about your service as a paratrooper. For somebody who doesn't know what that is, kind of explain what your role was, what you might have done on maybe a daily basis. Okay. Well, when I went to advanced training, infantry training in California, they said they were looking for people to become paratroopers. Uh, and actually, you got an extra $100 a month for doing it. That time, that's, I mean, that was a pretty chunk of money. I started out at $97 a month. So to get another $100, I doubled my pay. But after I got to airborne uh, training in Fort Benning, I was kind of sorry I did it because it was pretty tough. It was tough. But uh, I enjoyed it. 
Can I ask you again then, you know, from your service, and we'll look maybe more towards the, the positive side unless you want to go a different direction with it, but um, looking back on your service, maybe what is one thing that really stood out to you that you feel like, okay, wow, that, that happened, you know? Yeah. Well, at the time, I, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to be in it, but now that I look back at it, I'm, I'm proud I did, and, you know, the camaraderie, like I said before, is, is something you never get working at Whirlpool, you know. <laughs> so We are joined by Carl, who is actually uh, one of the members here at the Legion. He's an officer. And um, so first of all, let's talk about uh, service and your uh, you know, rank or your role in the service, and then we'll transition to the Legion role. Okay. Uh, I was in the Army. I uh, dropped out of high school. Back then you could do it. And I joined the Army, and uh, I was in artillery. I served three years. Okay. Um, and just out of curiosity, sheer curiosity, did you ever go back to get your diploma, GED, after that? Yes, I went back, actually, under the GI Bill to, to uh, Lakeshore Night School. So I got, actually, a high school diploma, not a uh, GED. Okay, so awesome. That's really neat. All right, so um, before we jump into the Legion side of things, I just want to ask, you know, artillery, some people may not know what that means. This is their first time hearing it. Tell us a little bit about what that role was just in the job description. Okay, um, we were on either towed vehicles or um, self-propelled artillery. And uh, the self-propelled just looks, people mistake it for a tank. And, and uh, I did different jobs. I was a driver. Uh, loader, powder man, gunner, assistant gunner, just whatever we had to do at the time. It's, uh, it's my boss, my general manager calls it chief custodian. You do everything and anything that they tell you to do, right? Yep, yep that's about it. <laughs> so let's transition back here to the Legion and talk about your role. You said you're uh, an officer. What is your role and what does that role do? Uh, I am an, uh, I'm the post adjunct, and uh, I take care of the membership uh, uh, like when they renew or join, I got to verify that their DD-214 is honorably discharged. Um, I also uh, make sure all forms get sent to the Legion so that we can stay open. Or, or you know, uh, like right now I'm working on some forms where the new officers we just voted in, I got to get all that information in there so we can get our membership cards. And then uh, I take care of the meeting minutes, record them, and then I have to hand, get them out to our, all our officers. So I think that people may not realize, you know, obviously there's different um, officer positions, we'll say, that are within the Legion, but you have to have a certain, I don't know if it's a certain number or uh, certain positions filled in order to actually be allowed to be a Legion, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, we have to have a commander, a post adjutant and a finance officer. If we can do without the rest, if we had to, but then the post would almost be at a standstill because we have an executive committee where, you know, they, and then, and then we all vote on it. We also have a bar committee. And then we have a, a assistant, well, we have a sergeant of arms. We have assistant sergeant. Actually, tomorrow we are doing um, a veterans funeral honor guard, we go to Riverview Cemetery. And we do um, legionnaires and we do all honorably discharged veterans, whether they're a member of the post or not. 
as long as they have a DD-214 and honorably discharged. And then Monday, we are, uh, we will be at 8 o'clock, we'll be down at the Coast Guard. Uh, we tie in with theirs, and, we'll, uh, and they'll throw a wreath in the, either the river or lake, depending on what the condition is. And then at 11 o'clock, then the Honor Guard will be down at the cemetery where we will have our Memorial Day service. I, um, I've had the opportunity to be on the boats with the Coast Guard going out and dropping the wreath, and I will tell you, um, as somebody who obviously, who, who's not a, a veteran himself, to be able to be included in something like that, um, it's a sacred thing, and it is something that I'm just humbled and privileged to be able to experience that um, and to be, uh, uh, be able to see what it's like for, for veterans. So, um, you know, as we talk about the memberships and, and everything that you all do, I, I have to transition to the point of new members, right? We're always looking for new members. And um, so if somebody wanted to, if they're a veteran, uh, Iraqi Freedom, uh, Afghanistan, any of that stuff. It's, 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 uh, the the uh, Legion was opened up to all honorably discharged members. Uh, the Legion had fought for years to get all veterans because everybody served. We're all a veteran. It don't matter where you served or what time. We all... We all are veterans. And, uh, even though if you did not serve in combat, there was always that chance you would. Look at World War II or even World War I when they was in the army. They were already in there. They went to war. Uh, same thing, uh, World War II, Korea, Vietnam. Uh, and then when, post, uh, nine, when 9-11 happened, I mean, the ones that are in there, they are already. So, I mean, one day... You're a peacetime soldier. The next day, you could be at war. So, like I say, and Congress had Congress was the one that had to uh, open it up. Everybody thought it was the Legion didn't want members. We wanted members for all these years because some of them believe that we're all we're just opened it up because we want their money now. No, it's it's not that. Uh, we, 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 we fought for years with Congress to open it up, and they were the ones that had to vote it in. They finally did. So if you're thinking about joining the Legion, come on down. I mean, uh, it's not all about drinking. Uh, we have some, some do. I don't even drink. I'm, not, I'm, I'm a non-drinker. Um, you, know, you know, like say, like we have events like tonight. Uh, most time we have burger night. Uh, we support a baseball team. And uh, they have fundraisers. Um, we have a, uh, you know, like say the Memorial Day, usually we have the service and then a, a luncheon. We have Veterans Day, we do. Uh, we have a post uh, birthday party and we have a picnic. I mean, you know, we do different things, you know, and uh, we'd love for some of the younger ones to start joining. I mean, I, I know, you know, you got commitments, but. You know, just even if you can't be an officer, we appreciate it if you could step up and be an officer or, or help on one of the committees. But, you know, even if you could just start getting your foot in the door and, and seeing what we do. And that's the one thing I like to say to those who don't really know what a legion is, uh, civilians primarily too. These veterans that are here served their country. Now they come back, retire from the service, discharged, and then they serve the community. And that's what it's all about. They devote their entire life to serving this country in one way or another. And if you are a veteran, sign up, become a member. You know, the dues are really pretty inexpensive, honestly. And it's, it's, They're $45 a year. 
and, and uh, they also have life memberships. Um, younger, they're a little expensive, I would say, you know, um, but they do have budget. Now, when I became a life member, I, I paid mine in 12-month uh, periods, so, so it wasn't as bad. I mean, they were taking it out of my charge card once a month, and it was easier than coming up with whatever age your, your mound is. But uh, I, I would recommend if you're younger, if you want to stay with the Legion, I would sign up for the life, and that way you don't have to worry about it. Because uh, when you're, uh, uh, you're caught up to date on the dues, when you pass away, well, I say we do the, I did say we do the honor guard funerals, but we also have a wall that we, we post, uh, we put, put a nameplate on with all our Legionnaires that has passed away. And uh, right now, I'm printing out like a uh, post everlasting letter for a certificate for, for our members that's uh, it's paid up. So, I mean, if it means anything to you, you know, because um, some ways when I joined, uh, there was uh, talk that, you know, they were going to stop the honor guards, you know. Uh, you know, they have getting so many at times. And, and that's one of the reasons why I joined. I mean, for camaraderie and everything else, too. But that was one of the reasons uh, that I wanted to. So, please, if, if you want to just come down and see, you know. Just introduce yourself to somebody or or something, you know, and I hope you have a good experience. Actually, we have one of our veterans here, too, Mike, and I want to talk a little bit about your service. You, I'm going to go and guess, in a wild guess, Army. Yes, I was lucky enough to be in the Army as a heavy maintenance mechanic in the aircraft. So you actually fixed planes is basically what that role is, and that's a very layman's way to put it, right? Yeah. If we worked on them, we had to fly in them. And I was stationed in France. I was over there three years, and out of the three years in France, I was probably in France six months. I was TDY all the time, fixing airplanes all over the Near East. And I enjoyed every minute of it. Can I, uh, can I ask real quick, just with the, the uh, being located in France and the language barrier, how was that for you? Was it, was it primarily you were around your uh, English-speaking comrades? Uh, a lot of the French people spoke a little bit of English. I learned a little bit of French, but I was TDY so much, I learned more Turkish than French. So, but other than that, yeah, I had a great time. Yeah. Um, can I ask how long you served? Just three years. Three years? Yeah. Well, in, in three years, a lot of people say, oh, it was only four years or only three years. But you get, you cover so much ground. You do so much in that time. So you mentioned you were, um, you know, airborne in, in a lot of, well, okay, so you flew in the planes, though. Right, but you flew in the airplanes, though, is what you said. So that's that's what I meant by that. I was in heavy maintenance. Went meant, meant if no matter what was in the plane, if it broke, we had to replace it. We didn't fix the components, the motors, or anything. We didn't fix them, but we had to replace them. And I was been oh, I was in. I went to a lot of places: Turkey, Greece, uh, Leopoldville. I just, I was always TDY. Okay, so with your service transitioning to your time back to you know we'll say retirement from your service what was the transition like for you did you find that it was pretty easy or did you was it missing something uh at the time i couldn't afford to go to uh school on aircraft so i was from columbus ohio 
and I came up here with my cousins. And I stayed for two years playing, and then I just got, worked at Whirlpool, and I've been there 38 years. So that's life. Out of your experience, your time serving, what was your highlight? Something that you say, you know what, I look back on it, and I'm really proud of this. Uh, some of the places I am lucky enough to go to, and especially in Turkey, a couple of the uh, religious places in Athens, Greece, the Aegean Way and all that, I remember all that stuff. But every, every military man has their memories. Um, and then I'm going to ask uh, souvenirs. You know, going and traveling a lot, did you, were you able to go in and take any piece of memorabilia from the different places that you went to kind of, I don't want to say build a scrapbook, but kind of, you know, track your, your service? Yeah, all the, all the pictures and everything I took all over the world, uh, they eventually disappeared because my mother had a scrapbook, and they just disappeared over the years. I, uh, one thing I did bring back, sent to my family, a Turkish camel saddle, which was a footstool. But it, till, till I moved out of the farm, it was with us for 40, 50 years. So, so that's a minor thing, you know. That's still pretty cool, though. Yeah. I send a lot of stuff home. I had a, a, a Blackwoods, no, what they call Black Forest uh, Cuckoo Clock from Germany. I just finally got rid of it. I had to sell that when I moved out of the farm. But uh, I had that for, hell, 40, 50 years. A minor little thing, you know. I, I can't think of stuff, you know, like it. But uh, I enjoyed my service as an Army mechanic. The May We Thank You Tour is presented by Boss Services with support from our veteran-focused partners. Full Circle Cafe in Stevensville, Boss Concrete, Cassopolis Family Clinic Network, Grapevine Nursery, Campbell Ford, Lincoln Saline, and Niles, Frat Intermodal Chassis, and Lakeshore Public Schools. We invite you to join us at our American Legion stops and ask you to make a donation to our heroes. And in exchange, you'll get a free American flag t-shirt. The 2022 May We Thank You Tour from 97 Five Y Country.